Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special version of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB in studio in New York, and you can see him right there. Hall of Famer George Brett joins us in the cage. George, thanks for being with us. Yeah, it's fun to be here. Uh, so uh, I noticed there's a personalize your plaque over your shoulder. One might think it was Cooperstown, but in fact, you're in Kansas City. The Hall of Fame tour has rolled in, right? <laughs> Where? Yeah, it's pretty cool. They have like five uh, five big trailers that you can walk around and and uh, look at a bunch of artifacts and interact with uh, some things. And uh, they have a great movie, uh, IMAX movie theater. Um, I think it's going to be here till the 21st of August, and this is the opening today. And myself, Frank White, and Amos Otis were here representing the Royals, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, that's pretty outstanding. As you said, there was an IMAX movie there. There's also, uh, do I understand that you can take, you can insert yourself into great moments of baseball history? Is like a selfie station? Yeah, it's a selfie station. I got one here of me and Babe and Lou Gehrig and one of the Wainer brothers. <laughs> Right there, it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's amazing. Pretty cool thing. Different things. You could be the umpire in the pine tar game if you want. <laughs> uh, and I could be yelling at you. Uh, that's one of the displays. Uh, but it's it's really kind of uh, neat. And I've not the greatest baseball historian in the world, but I do love looking at that stuff and to see the trophy that uh, Lou Gehrig got the day he announced his retirement from all the players on the team. They said, uh, a guy was telling me that it was one of his most prized possessions ever, and they have that here. Uh, Babe Ruth's bat, Jackie Robinson's jersey. I mean, there's just all kinds of great, great stuff here. And, and uh, you know, being a baseball player my whole life till I was 40 years old, it's great to kind of see this stuff. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, that's remarkable, and I, it's important for fans to understand that are watching. This is the Hall of Fame Tour. You can check it out at hallofametour.com. And that you're you're parked right outside Kauffman Stadium. That's where it's set up until the late August, right? Yeah, it's right out. It's it's. Uh, I mean, if uh, Babe Ruth got a hold of one and he hit it out of the stadium, it would be uh, the right field parking lot of Royal <laughs> Stadium. So, it's uh, it's a it's a cool setup. Uh, it really abs- is absolutely cool. There, we'll get to fan questions, uh, folks in the Royals uh, area. KC2016 is the code. That's a discount, big-time discount tickets, KC2016. Our first fan is with us here in the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. What's your name, where you're from? What is your question for Mr. Brett? My name is there. I'm from Arlington, Virginia, and my question is, what was your favorite moment in your entire career? Uh, that's a no-brainer. That was winning the World Series in 1985. We... Uh... Lost to the Yankees in the playoffs in 76, 77, 78. Uh, lost to the Phillies in 80. Lost in the playoffs in 81 and 84. And then finally winning the World Series in 85 was uh, obviously a great thrill. But not only the way we did it, we were down three games to one uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays and came back and won the last three games of the playoffs and found ourselves in the same boat in the World Series, down three games to one and ended up winning the last three games of the World Series. So. Uh, kind of reminded me of the team that the Royals had the last couple of years. They just never died. And when people said you couldn't win the big one, we won the big one many, many times. And uh, so it was fun. And with the Royal success last year, it brought back a lot of great memories. Uh, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That is Hall of Famer George Brett. I'm JB. Fans, fire up your devices. Ask questions to George directly. Uh, get some FaceTime like this, fan. Hey, fan, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for George Brett? 
Hi, my name is Leo. I'm from San Antonio. And what emotions were going through your head when you just won the World Series? Well, uh, the biggest emotion was that we didn't have a game tomorrow, thank God, because we had so many in the last, you know, two weeks. Uh, uh, anytime you make the playoffs, it's, uh, it's a little hectic and a little more pressure put on every player out there. So finally to go two and a half, three weeks of playing under a lot of scrutiny and, and a lot of pressure, it was finally good to say, okay, the season's over and we came out on top, but it's a moment I'll never forget, and, and, uh, and um, you know, I think you could ask the other 24 guys on that team, uh, every one of them to a T would say the same thing. What's your greatest thrill in baseball? I think they would all say what in the 1985 World Series. A uh, great recollection there from George Brett, Hall of Famer, talking about that 85 World Series team from the Hall of Fame tour, which is uh, out there at Kauffman Stadium there in Kansas City. You get a chance to check out Cooperstown in your town. <laughs> Fans with us right here. What's your name? Where you're from? What's your question for George? Hi, uh, my name's Noah, and I'm from Tinley Park, Illinois. And my question was, going into games, who was someone that you did not want to face or you knew you did historically bad against, and who was someone you did well against and you would be excited to play him? Well, I think the guy I had the most success off was uh, Ed Figueroa when he pitched for the Angels and the Yankees. Uh, I think one year I was – 14 or 15 for 18 off him. Um, uh, I think the first 14 or 13 times I faced him, I got hits. Every time I'd walk up to the plate, I thought he was going to drill me, but he never did. So uh, after two or three pitches went by, I kind of settled back in and was able to hit him pretty good. Early in my career, there were times when you would look in the newspaper and, and you would say, oh, my God, he's pitching today. And, uh, and there were a lot of guys back then or early in my career when I was on the on-deck circle, and I would see Sparky Lyle warming up uh, uh, in the eighth inning or ninth inning, and I'm saying to myself, boy, I hope, I hope they don't bring him in to face me. I learned at a very young age but, uh, that uh, as, soon as, as soon as you started thinking that way, that you were done. So regardless of who I was facing, I, might, I would say to myself, he's got me out in the past, but I'm going to get him tonight. And what I did there is I just – put myself in a position to, to succeed rather than go ahead and accept defeat. And so I started doing that, driving to the ballpark. Uh, okay, this guy's got me out the last 10 times I faced him. I'm going to get his ass tonight. Uh, same thing would happen. They're bringing in a reliever to f face me. Uh, I would say I hope they bring that guy in. And uh, it, it just put me in a better frame of mind, and I started to become more of a successful player uh, um, then. Um, Granted, I, I don't think any left-hander ever wanted to face Randy Johnson. Uh, there was a guy earlier in my career, uh, Terry Forster, didn't have the greatest career as a major league pitcher, but he was really tough on lefties. And uh, um, but uh, you know that's like I said, I, I I learned at a very early age that I wanted to face everybody, and I put myself in a position to succeed that way. Uh, great insights from George Brett on the mental fortitude it takes to be successful at any level in almost any endeavor. Uh, that's a thought there. Great question from Noah. We go now to the MLB Fans app. This is from Joseph MLB 5 George, who do you think has the smoothest and the best swing in the game today? Uh, I like uh, Gonzalez's, Carlos Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez, I think, for the Rockies. Mm -hmm. um, is that his last name? Cargo? Yeah, yep. I like him. Uh, I, I liked him.
Cargo. I liked him from the first time I saw him. Uh, in fact, when he got first time I saw him hit, I called the Royals and I said, "Why don't we go get this guy?" <laughs> and they said he's kind of untouchable right now, George. <laughs> no, I, I I really think he's got the best swing in baseball, All or right. one of them. Uh, that's great, and also no uh, George can pick up the phone, and that's what happens now as part of the Royals organization. Let's go get this guy. Uh, we talked about the '85 World yeah. Series. We talked about the '85 World Series a bit. Uh, we're going to talk about it again. This is the EDJ question of the day. George, how does winning the 85 World Series compare to winning the 2015 World Series? Well, it was a lot more fun for me um, <laughs> to uh, go out there and perform and actually score some runs, drive in some runs, make some plays, and and help a team uh, win a World Series. Um, I'll tell you an honest story. I was more nervous, I think, the last couple of years with the Royals because you have no say in what goes on. Um, I've been employed by the Royals since 1971 when I signed out of high school, and I've uh, been fortunate that they still pay me and, and I have a title with them. Uh, so, obviously, it's been a great marriage, me in Kansas City, me and the Kansas City Royals, and and uh, was pulling for them so hard the last couple of years. And But you can't do anything. Uh, I'm sitting in a suite on the fourth or fifth floor watching the games with other baseball executives here, and uh, you get so nervous, but... It was uh, a little more nerve-wracking uh, last couple years, um, but not as satisfying uh, when they won because I actually did some things to help the team win, win the World Series. Uh, well said and good insight. that makes that, sense. That makes perfect sense, actually. It's re really well said. Uh, we appreciate that. The thoughts on those two big wins for that Kansas City Royals club. As you said, you've been there for that whole tenure. That's an amazing <laughs> run. Another fan will be joining us here in the cage. There he is. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Mr. Brett? Hi, my name is Corky Chief. I'm from Cannon Falls, Minnesota. And my question for you, George, is how special was it to get your jersey retired? And how special was it to you? It was it was special. Uh, I played 20 years here. I had no intentions of, uh, of going anywhere else to play. Uh, like I said earlier, the Royals and I had a great marriage, uh, you might say. Uh, they had confidence in me. I had confidence in them. And and I'm still employed by them, but uh, I mean, it's it's it was definitely an honor. Um, there's only been three of them retired here in Kansas City. Uh, myself, Frank White, who's walking around here now, and Dick Hauser, who passed away after we won the World Series in 1985. I think he passed away in 1986, but uh, um, it was a great honor. And uh, you come here, and I come to about 50, 60, 70 games a year, and uh, I got a good vantage point of where number five is located down the left field line. And every once in a while you look up there and it puts a smile on your face. <laughs> it's nice to have a good office with a good view of, uh, you know, something scenic. That's, a, that's an important part to staying healthy and enjoying your job. I think it's, uh, we all attest to that. This is the Edward yeah. Jones chatting cage. That's George. I Brett. definitely enjoy my job. <laughs> Another fan is with us. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for George? Hi, I'm Matt from New York. Uh, my question for you, George, is how was your visit to the White House with the rest of the with the rest of the Kansas City Royals? It was a good time. Um, got in the uh, night before, uh, got up in the morning and just kind of hung out a little bit around the hotel. Uh, always a little hectic when you go to visit the president. A lot of security checks you got to go through, but uh, to walk around that White House is something special. And uh, I've been very fortunate in my career as a baseball player to meet I think every president since uh, Gerald Ford 
And uh, Obama was the one guy I did not meet, and uh, so I had a chance to meet him uh, on that one day, and it was uh, pretty special. He was uh, in a good mood. It was during the uh, Republican National Convention, and you know, not a lot of people were saying a lot of nice things about him, but he came in and uh, was very alert and <laughs> and uh, fun guy to be around. Uh, <laughs> pretty awesome, and definitely an interesting time to be there in the, in the White House. Um, I know if people were saying bad things about me, I wouldn't be that friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is George Brett. George, say we could, uh, before we say goodbye to you, uh, one more question from the MLB Fans app from Shell Daddy. Which third baseman in today's game reminds you of you? Uh, Mike Moustakas, but he's on the DL, just like I was for three years of my career. <laughs> the one guy that I really like is Arenado. Uh-huh. I like him uh, uh, from the Rockies, obviously. Uh, we got a young guy here, Chesler Cuthbert, that I think is doing a fine job filling in for Moustakas. Uh, known Chesler since he first signed with the Royals, and he's holding his own, hitting about 295 with eight home runs and 40 RBIs, and uh, came in after Mike hurt his knee. Um, uh, I would say those are my two favorite third basemen right now. Donaldson, uh, you know, I third base has become a little bit, I don't know, I w- wouldn't say become, but, you know, Schmitty was, everybody says, the greatest third baseman in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a home run guy, hit for 240, 250. Yep. I was the type of guy, Wade Boggs was the type of guy that would hit, you know, 320, 330, one year hit 390. Uh, and we'd win batting champion. Two different types of players. And, um, uh, but Arenado, I think, right now, and, you know, there might be – I don't follow. It's weird. In Kansas City, we only get one box score. And so it's hard to really follow <laughs> the game like I used to. But Donaldson and Arenado, I think, are the two best uh, third basemen in the game today. Uh, they are outstanding players as well, as is Moose when he's on the field. And, unfortunately, as you said – He's representing yeah. those, those DL years right now. Not, not, as, ex- not as much fun as exciting, but a fantastic mm-hmm. player. Well, well I know it's just got... a freak accident. You get a knee injury like that, and it takes you, you know, you miss a season. Uh, hopefully he comes back stronger than ever and uh, can go out there because he was really making strides to becoming the all-around third baseman player that yeah. I thought it could be for a long time. Absolutely. Wish him nothing but the best in that rehab and coming back from that one, as you said, a freak accident. Uh, we know right. there's a lot going on there in Kansas City with the Hall of Fame tour. Uh, we know you're a very busy man. You got to go work for those Royals. Thank you for hanging out with fans. Did you have a good time? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good time. All right, great. That's George Brett. I'm JB. We'll see you on the next round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.